There's no stopping Jesus. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Happy Friday to you, my friends. Today we are moving on in Luke chapter 13. In fact, we're going to be finishing the chapter today as we study Luke 13 verses 31 through 35 together today. Um, We are in another teaching of Jesus where he's having a confrontation with the Pharisees and teachers of the law. In the last passage, Jesus was making his way to Jerusalem as he was traveling through the towns and villages, teaching as he went. And um, we can presume that he has now made it to Jerusalem. And in this passage, he describes the great sorrow in his heart that he feels for the people of Jerusalem, uh, specifically the religious leaders and teachers of the law, because of the many and varied ways they miss the point about his arrival. Uh, They do not see him as the Messiah of God sent to uh, save Israel from her sins. They were looking for a Messiah that would establish them politically as a powerhouse on the world scene once again. But Jesus came not uh, to establish Israel as a conquering nation, but to conquer their sin. He came to set them free so that they might walk in the liberty and freedom of God. He came to redeem them. He came to restore them uh, to new life in the kingdom of God. Uh, He came to establish a new covenant between God and his people, first, as he says uh, before, uh, first with the Jews and then with the Gentiles. And so God was doing a new thing and they missed it and it grieved Jesus' heart. And so in this particular passage, we do see another confrontation between Jesus and the teachers of the law. Um, But before we get into the word, let's take some time to uh, go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We're so grateful on this Friday that we can come before you. Uh, Lord, we're grateful for your hand at work in our lives, and we come today, Lord Jesus, uh, with gratitude in our hearts, and we thank you also for your word and its instruction, and we pray that you would teach us once again through it as we study today, and we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. All right, my friends, here is Luke 13, verses 31 through 35. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox, I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. In any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, this is an interesting confrontation, and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law come to Jesus and they say, Hey, we have caught wind that Herod wants to kill you. And that was true. Herod was hearing the rumbling about Jesus and that uh, the, the Jews had a new king and uh, that this king of the Jews was a teacher sent from God, was performing miracles, was healing people, and was gaining quite a following. And and Herod saw that as a challenge to his throne, and so he was motivated politically to get rid of Jesus because he didn't want anyone challenging his authority and his his grip on power. Uh, But the Pharisees and teachers of the law 
uh, were no less interested in getting rid of Jesus. And they had, in previous passages here in Luke, uh, we saw them scheming and plotting ways in which they might get rid of Jesus. And Jesus knew this. And uh, they make no bones about it here. They flat out ask him to leave (laughs) in the most brazen and obvious way possible. They're like, Jesus, get out of town. When you're here, there's always trouble. Uh, There's always trouble stirring when you're in town. And uh, they uh, did not want him stirring things up and creating problems for uh, their uh, their grip on power as well. If Jesus was around, they weren't the ones in charge. If Jesus was around, they didn't get the attention they normally got or the respect they normally got because he uh, drew quite a crowd. And so we go on the passage, Jesus replies to what they say to him, and they say, he says, you go tell that fox, you go tell that schemer, Herod, that I'm not going anywhere. I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. Jesus was determined to carry out the mission uh, for which he was sent. He was determined to live into his calling as the Messiah, and he was going to be busy about his work. He wasn't going to let anything deter him, especially not Herod. And so Jesus also is signaling here to his eventual resurrection. He's doing his work, and then on the third day, he'll reach his goal. Obviously, the goal of his death uh, and his coming to live and die and be born again was uh, ultimately that he would be resurrected to new life, which would give uh, the world the hope of resurrection to new life in Christ as well. And so that's a signal to the real work that he uh, came to do. He says, in any case, I must keep going. I'm compelled to keep going today and tomorrow and the next. For surely no prophet can die outside of Jerusalem again. He's signaling to what was to come. This is a foreshadowing of where Luke's gospel is going to take us in the next several chapters. But Jesus shows here a strong commitment to his work. I must keep going. I'm compelled to keep going. This is my calling. And then he expresses his grief uh, for the people of Jerusalem and how they missed the mark, especially the religious leaders and teachers of the law. And unfortunately, many of the people who were under the shroud of their um, of their clouded teaching, uh, they also did not see the light. But the, the most culpability lies with those teachers of the law who should have known, who should have been able to see that the Messiah had come. But instead, they worked against him, and they killed the prophets that God sent to warn them. And uh, Jesus says, I've longed to gather you together like a mother uh, hen does with her chicks to protect you and to bring you safety and to, and to bring you close to my heart. But you weren't willing. Look how your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He's predicting his triumphal entry. Uh, That's the time that we celebrate at uh, Palm Sunday where they uh, cried out, uh, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And they were starting to get it. It's almost as though the blinders lifted. And then not long after that, they're shouting, Crucify him. And so what a fickle group. And as soon as you think they've got it, they kind of show that they don't. And so Jesus expresses his grief there. I want to touch on two things, my friends. First, I want to say, would we likewise be just as committed to our calling in Christ as Jesus was to his calling? Would we be determined to carry out the work of God in this world? Would we have eyes to see uh, the need all around us and respond with Christ-like character and compassion uh, to the needs all around us? And, and would we have a desire to take Jesus to the nations? And then secondly, 
Um, I wonder if Jesus grieves anything about the way we relate to him. I wonder if we are missing the mark anywhere and not uh, enjoying the intimacy and fellowship with him like he longs for. I would just say let's take some time to evaluate our hearts as we prepare to go into this weekend and ask the Lord to show us any area of our life that is keeping us from union with him, from full fellowship with him, uh, so that we can have the experience of being pulled in by his loving embrace and held close to his heart. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to listen, and you have a great weekend. God bless.